Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. We get into our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to. Uh, that leads, leads into the songs of the week. Then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. Talk to us, hang out with us. The community is growing, so get into that. And uh, done with the boring intro, let's jump right into our fearless beer review. What do you got? Walt. 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 There we go. Walt. I had to reach over kind of far to grab it, so that's why my voice sounded like I was reaching far, far, away. far to grab it. I have Lagunitas IPA. We just bought this today at Sam's Club at Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, yes. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I've I've had this before, but uh, our Sam's Club didn't have like a great selection of, of beer, and uh, I don't know, it's 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 a good IPA, and I don't I haven't had this in a while, and I've not had a, a just like a, a good solid IPA in a while. We always get like the weird Sam Adams fun packs and all the other <laughs> stuff, and they're fine, they're fine. Yeah. But uh, I know Lagunitas, I, I remember Lagunitas being just a good hearty solid IPA. Yeah, that that it is, that it is, and they have the Hop Stupid beer. Just great beer, great IPA, which I haven't seen in a long time. But okay, you got a Lagunitas. What's the ABV? Is like seven, seven and a half. Right? Six point two. Six point two. Okay. Six point two. All right. Well, you brought up Sam Adams. That's what I have. Um, I have there something from one of their variety packs, the Fest beer. It's a little bit older. My mom gave it to me today because she had a bunch of extra beer, so she just handed it oh, off to nice. me. Oh, nice. Uh, it's 5.8%. It's a fest beer, like I said, when fest beers are generally always good um, because they're like kind of hoppy lagers. They're nice. They're really good. Um, like the li- I like the light blue label. It's it's just, it's cool, man. And Sierra, I mean, not Sierra Nevada, um, Sam Adams. They put out solid beer for the most part. So I'm excited to try this. You ready to uh, start drinking? I haven't even opened it yet. We're porting it. Oh my god, dude! What do you do? I don't know well, what I you was do. Attentively listening to your, you were not fucking. You were not doing that epic poem that you were spouting off there. So this is what mine says. Oh, this is also twenty-two IBU. It says the fest and fest beer means the barley and hops have been gathered, and our growers have their first moment to celebrate another successful harvest. What do they oh. reach for? Fest beer. A little more, a little more malty. A little more hoppy. Brewed to relax and enjoy. Oh. So now you ready? You got it poured yeah, and ready? No, I'm ready. I'm poured up, ready to go. Okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it everything that you remembered? Yeah, this is solid. This is solid. <laughs> yeah, man, they put out good beer. Yeah. Good, good beers. Yep, yep, yep. This is good. I like this. This is, this is. This is what I remember it being. This this ain't setting any fucking historic records here, but this is this is good, good quality stuff. This is solid. This is solid like two point two five territory here. Damn. Okay. Good. Well, good. I mean, good. 
people who have never listened to the show before, we have our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. And you gave us a 2.25. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy this again. And now that we go to Sam's Club more often... I will be buying more of this. I'll probably always have this on hand. Actually, this is this is this is going to go in with with Corona lights, with Michelobes, and just kind of always just be in the fridge at this point. All right, my uh, my Sam Adams. This is uh, this is really good. This is the perfect amount of hops for a lager. Uh, it's not sweet at all, like a lot of lagers are. And um, this is really good. This is really really good. I would definitely get this again. Uh, pours out a nice golden color. It's refre- It's surprisingly refreshing too. This is a uh, this is real solid. So I'm gonna give this a. Uh, I'll give this a two point five. Two point five out of three for me. The fest beer. Okay. From okay. Sam Adams. Okay. All right. So uh, Raul did not leave a review for mine on Beer Advocate, so I got nothing. Do you, you think look. he left one for me? Uh, he might have. Dude, Should we? I, I've already looked. I already have it. I did a lot of research on oh, it too, you- actually. Okay, what do you got? What did he? What's his? Of review? course, he left one for Lagunitas. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he says on tap at Staples Center, Los Angeles, California, the malt mm-hmm. presence overtakes the hops like King Arthur chopping down a Christmas tree. And you know what? It's okay. There's a merry balance between the both, like Charlie Brown actually making a field goal. Not the best, just smooth and balanced. Oh, so nicely. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love this it. This was posted on October 16, 2014. So I was curious. I was curious. What, Raul, what were you doing at the Staples Center on October 16, 2014? He was at the Los Angeles King versus the St. Louis Blues hockey game. Ah, That's what he was doing. Wow, you really did some research there. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I did. That's where he was. Yeah. And it was quite a game. It went to shootout. The Kings won. Okay. Looked like it was a sold out stadium. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was a good night for him. It was a good night for Raul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Um, we have anything else on the Fearless Beer Review? That's it. That's all. All right, yeah. So let's move on then uh, to, to our vinyl pickups, stuff we picked up, listened to this week that we wanted to bring to the pod, to the people listening. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Well, I, uh, I besides just listening to all of my pop punk records, because we're in full-fledged pop punk season here. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I I went back and just pulled all of my second round listen throughs that were pop punk albums and been listening to those because that, for a while I was doing that whole second time listen through, which I'm not doing anymore because like, why am I going to listen to MXPX twice as if I'm going to get rid of it? That's silly boy talk. So True. the first one is MXPX. I, I bought two of their albums. We first started collecting. I don't know if you remember, but they dropped a box set of all of their albums. Yeah, I remember that. And it was like, I think it was like, 250 it came out to like not even yeah. $20 a record it was pretty cheap sold out like instantly and then was going for triple on the on the secondary market there Crazy. and then ever since then like I've been wanting them to repress it and they finally did so I got ever passing moment and then I got uh, slowly going the way of the buffalo these are my two favorite MXPX albums I like a lot of their music but these are the only ones that I love so these are the only mm-hmm. ones that I bought and I don't think I'd buy anything else, um, except for some seven inches here and there. And I would do on the cover. That's like their cover album. What kind of cover? Uh, but I chose, I chose a song from "Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo." It doesn't sound anything else like that album. That's a complete no, outlier. I just figured oh. you would probably like that one a lot. <laughs> I did like it a lot too. 
<laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. So, so uh, the other one, the ever passing moment, I chose uh, responsibility because that's my favorite MXPX song. God damn, that song is just beyond so bitter. Good. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So, so that's why I was because we're gonna. I don't know spoilers or whatever, but. <gasps> But MXPX probably is on the on the horizon there. Um, these came out right after each other too. So this is like a late '90s, and then Every Passing Moment came out 2000, the year 2000? 2001, maybe 2000. Yeah, it was like right before we started high school. Essentially, that came out. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I chose I chose uh, Fist vs Tact on Ever or, uh, Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo. That's and, a good song. Uh, yeah, Everyone check out that, like song. that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Everyone check it out. Don't don't think that everything sounds like that because nothing sounds like that song. <laughs> what a disappointment! Ooh, what a ooh, disappointment! Ooh, ooh, we listen to pop punk music when they play a punk song. I like it. Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, and another thing I got is uh, what else did I put here? Oh, some forty-one. All kills, no fills. This one yep. you bought over at. The White Rabbits. That is correct. Over is correct. over in Fullerton's, the Burger Records stores. Oh, wait. Hey, hey. we, we don't mention Burger. Uh, we don't say that. Um, you know, I noticed they. Uh, I went to go tag them on a post, and they are untaggable. Burger Records? You can do that? Yeah, I guess so. I, now, I mean, it makes sense because of all the shit that happened. Yeah. But. I don't yeah, know you no, could, I, like, just make your account untaggable. That's weird. Yeah. It's untaggable. So yeah, some some forty one all killer no filler. This came out two thousand one. Just like the, a lot of this era of music, this fantastic era of pop punk music. But this one's a little oh, different. This one's definitely like diving in. If you listen to their first EP slash album, it's these these are like metal kids that are playing pop oh. punk music. So it's a little bit different. But I pick Fat Lip because I think that that's some forty one's best song. That hands down uh, is their best fucking song. That's silly boy talk yeah. to think otherwise. It is so goddamn good. This or the bitter end. One just, of those two don't 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 get don't get deep with it. Don't try and get cute. Don't try and get every, just fat lips your best song. Okay, leave it at that. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. debatable. Debatable. Not debatable at all. Um, great album though, through and through, from first track to last track. All like the 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 later songs too. They're all like two, maybe three minutes, but most of them are like two minutes. The last song is like a minute. The pain for pleasure. Mm-hmm. So but good. damn, dude, like this, the later half of this album still like brings the heat. It's still really really good. I know it. It's. It never stops. Never ever stops. It's not top heavy, just with like the the into deep, the motivation, fat lip thing. It's mm-hmm. it, damn. It's really good. Not so a dud. That. Yeah, not definitely, a dud. definitely not a dud. Definitely not a dud. I've I've heard duds before, and that's I've not a dud before. And that's not a dud. No, um, Spice Girls. Yeah, this is. I want this. I want this. Spice Girls. I will say, dude. Like picture discs. I don't own a lot of them because people say they sound like shit. Hmm. And I think I own, I own one picture disc besides this one, and it was it was Michael Jackson's Thriller, and I don't like go back to that often. I think it's just kind of funny, and I do yeah. like very very rarely, and I like to have it because it looks funny, it's cool, but this picture just sounds like shit. It just doesn't sound good. Like you really hit that constant like that. Oh, like, you know when no. you drop the needle like right before you hit those grooves, it kind of makes that that noise. Yeah. That's yep. the whole time. I mean, if you turn it up loud enough, it drowns it out, but you really hear it when like the music stops. Like, oh yeah, it's there. So, that sucks. <laughs> it definitely doesn't sound good, like by any means. Um, but with that aside, the songs are, are mastered very well. They do sound good if you just take that one little thing out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a, it's a best of. It's a best of comp, and that's that's all that's, you need. That's all you need. 
really. That's Man. it. Spice Up Your Life, their best song by far. Spice Up Your Life? Yeah. Okay. That, that I mean, that was the song you made life. me listen to as well. Why oh, would yeah, you put yeah. that song on there? No, yeah. I, <laughs> you don't think that's their best song? No, I do think it's their best song. Oh, okay, okay. This fucking guy over it's here. It's just that... That's so good. And that part where they go like, Whatever they sang, the flamenco, Mumana, <laughs> whatever part that is. Oh, it's so it's good. So it's so stupid. I don't know what they say. I still don't know what they say. <laughs> they're pro- I don't even know if they're saying anything in Spanish. I just like to like 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 get all like cocky and like bob my head to the side and like snap and like flamenco, Mumana, <laughs> shake like Shakira. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's fun. You should pick it up one day. That's fine. I don't know. I will. I will. I love. I love spice up your life. I love Spice Girls. I think Not it really opens bad. with um, I think it opens with Wannabe Which is kind of cool I mean that was their first hit Their first big hit I have one picture disc actually now that now, now that now that I think about it And it sounds you, really good What do you have? I have uh, Omar's um, first solo record Not his, Actually not his first solo record His self-titled solo Wasn't record Wasn't that the first expensive album you bought? Yeah And well expensive I mean I paid $55 for it well, I think that was like early when we started collecting. Yeah, it was. It was, was the first Omar record I bought. That was definitely more than we were doing back then. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's a good record though. That's debatable. I got. Um, uh, <laughs> I got. I got Weezer's Red album. Finally. Yeah, I should have just taken yours. I'm. I'm happy because this is the one with the bonus tracks, deluxe edition. Yeah. So um, I think this this record actually sounds fucking really really good. Every Weezer album I have sounds really really good, and this one is this one sounds fantastic. This one sounds great. So I agree. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, the only bad sounding Weezer I have is I have is the blue the blue record, and that's just because it's a shitty pressing. Yeah, you that MoFi. MoFi. I get the MoFi. It's a pricey, bitch. Though a MoFi blue. Oof. Pricey, pricey bitch. That's true. The, 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 so, like, Weezer's Red album, we did this We did this on the pod once. Was yeah. kind of In the new format? I think it had to have been, because it was... Uh, maybe it wasn't. Nah, I think it was. I don't I know. I think we did it. Uh, whatever, yeah. But this one's interesting, because it has a lot of a lot of songs. Almost half the songs are written and sometimes sung by other members of the band. It's not just Rivers doing everything. The song mm. that I chose was Automatic... And that's the one that was written and then sung by Pat Wilson, their drummer. And I think he has a cool voice, just very kind of like plain old people voice. But it's got some, it it it's got some character to it. And I like the way he sings. And I think the song mm-hmm. is actually a fucking banger. I think it's one of the better songs on the album. Like it's definitely a top three or four song on the album. No, it's it's a lower tier song for me. That's um that's wrong. <laughs> so I just looked it up. We have not done red in the new format. The only Al- Weezer albums we've done in the new format. Our uh, Pinkerton, the Pinkerton B-sides, and everything will be all right in the end. So that's all we've done so far. We've so done maybe blue? it's time. When did I we know, do right? the blue versus Pinkerton thing? That was when you were still living here in California. Dang. That was long before we, we reformatted the show. So someday we'll get into it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it for my, except for my pick, my pick of the week. Yeah. Let's get um, into that. This is, uh, so the album is called Havana Moon. It's by Santana, by him as a, as an artist, like a solo project thing. Mm-hmm. Not the band Santana, the the guy, Carlos Santana. And this is like him doing a lot of Tex-Mex music. And so his his backing band here 
is this this band called the Fabulous Thunderbirds, and they just they did a lot of they did a lot of things like that, a lot of that that Texas blues, Southern rock music, and the song that I I was gonna cho- choose was Havana Moon. That was a Chuck Berry cover, which I love. Okay. I I love that song so much, and I going in line with the whole Chuck Berry thing that I've been obsessed with the past several weeks. But then like I just I went with they all went to Mexico because that one features Willie Nelson on vocals. And, oh, is that uh, who it was? I couldn't figure it yeah. out. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't Santana. And I think it fucking works, man. I absolutely think it works. This is this album's weird. It kind of gets like lukewarm reviews from people, but it's really really good. And there's a lot of there's a lot of Santana jamming to that kind of like Tex Mex almost mariachi sound, and he does it really well. And you throw mm-hmm. Willie Nelson in there, and Willie Nelson's got a cool-ass voice. It's not a lot yeah. of shitty music, but he's got a cool-ass voice. <laughs> and Santana noodling under him, it was so cool. And I, I love I love this album. I think it's I think it's great. See, I'm, I'm really interested in this. Are, is it like half covers, half originals? They, uh, I think there's only a couple originals. It's mostly covers. Um, but, I mean, it's just like all these does he have covered a, songs. And does he have a different singer on... Every song or what? Pretty much, yeah. There's, I think there's like six or seven different singers. Um, he's got a guy, I forgot what his name was. He plays the accordion, but he's like a Grammy winner in, in like the Norteño, Tex-Mix, Tejano music scene. So mm-hmm. he's got he's got people that are really really good at what they do. There's a lot of a lot of horns, a lot of like arrangements, but all yeah. the people that are that are doing it are from like the scene that are from other bands that are well known. And they're like working with him, or they're just from that that Tejano Tex Mex scene. Okay, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a it's a cool album. It's not worth much. You could probably get this for like five bucks, pretty much anywhere. Oh, that's, yeah, I mean that's with a lot of even like the more popular Santana stuff you can get for under ten bucks. Yeah, because they pressed they've pressed so many of them over the years, and people just they start to taper off. You people lose yeah. interest. But damn, this is a this is this is kind of like a hidden gem of his. It's really good. All right, so let's play a little bit of They All Went to Mexico from the Santanas. Where's my pal and where's my friend? All good things must have an end. Sad things and nothing's on and on they go. I guess he went to Mexico. They all went. Okay, okay. 
they all went to Mexico from Santana featuring the Willie Nelsons. I, I'd be totally down to, I'd probably buy this record if I saw it just based off of this song. And then I did listen to Havana whenever earlier today, when you had that on there originally. Yeah, that was a good song. Both songs were great. But, uh, but yeah, so do you, do you have anything else on your vinyls? I've, I've kind of wanted to start getting more into Willie Nelson. I've, I've listened to, I have one of his live albums that mm-hmm. I got when we kind of first started, and I think it's really good. And a lot of the stuff that I've heard with him in like that outlaw country phase is pretty good. Yeah. I like to start getting more into him and listening, but I mean, the, he's got so many fucking albums. Yeah, he has a lot of. I think records. in the '70s alone, which I think is probably like the safest bet, like the early to mid '70s to listen to. I think he's got like twelve mm. albums in the '70s. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, if you go to his wiki, like the last album he produced, he he put out was this year. I think it just came out or it's coming out, and that's like his seventieth or seventy-fifth album. Fucking not, hell! Not including live albums or anything like that. Yeah. And he probably remembers every single song he's ever recorded. <laughs> they probably all sound the fucking same. They probably do. <laughs> he doesn't seem like an artist who takes a lot of chances with his music. No. No. Dude, so many fucking albums. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like some Omar level shit. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, man. Okay. So, vinyl for me, unless you got, wait, do you have anything else? That's it. That's all. That's it. Okay. So, Vinyl for me, um, we're going to start with Dave Grohl. A couple Dave Grohl records here. We, uh, we have Probot. This is a, uh, it's not a super group really. It's it's a Dave Grohl solo album where every song has a different singer. Um, he pretty much wrote these songs um, in the vein of whatever singer he was going to have sing on it. Um, like, you know, Lemmy's on one of them. Uh, King Diamond's on another one of them. Uh, Max Cavalera from from Soulfly. You know, it's just so it, it, it's it was it's really cool to see him not emulate these other bands, but just do something kind of in that style, so the the vocals make sense. And I thought it was it's super cool, man. And this came out in February of two thousand four. It's they've, he's only done this this idea once before. Reading more about it, um, pretty much all most of the songs were were recorded within forty five minutes. He just pumped it out super quick bass drums guitar and then he'd bring a bring the the song to the vocalist and then they would cut the vocals it's such a cool idea i mean he has he had at the time even especially now he had so much clout like anybody would do anything for dave Grohl. you know (laughs) you can't hate the guy for some reason you just cannot hate him um and uh and you know the best song on here shake your blood with lemmy from motorhead on it and this is the only song on the record that Dave Grohl didn't play bass on. He had Lemmy play bass on it and actually write the lyrics. And Lemmy wrote the lyrics in less than 10 minutes, which is super fucking cool. I love it. I, <laughs> yeah. It's so rad, man. Because <laughs> we like, who cares what he's saying? This is how he says it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude, that Everything about Shake Your Blood, the drums, yeah. the guitar, the vocals, the melody, everything is perfect. It's, a, it's like a perfect Motorhead song. Probot, yeah, let's yeah, talk dude, talk I, about talk about the other one that we can kind of compare the two, and then okay, and then. yeah. So I also got the Dream Widow record this week. Um, you know, on records, this is a record store day release. It sold out everywhere on that day, and then immediately they were all up on on Discogs, but none of them were selling. So now they're they're all like under twenty bucks. So I picked up a copy, and um, yeah, Dream Widow. This is uh, Dave Grohl as well. He does everything on here: bass, drums, guitar. And vocals, and he made a metal record. This is a through and through a metal record, 
and it's fucking fantastic. It it, it is it is so goddamn good. He, he nailed it. There's barely any melodic vocals on it, and I, I I'm I'm still so impressed by this record. I yeah. really am, and it is better than the Probot record. I I think so. Like it is yes. But yes. like the Probot, the Probot record exists because he wanted to do something fun. He wanted to hang out with with the boys and then write music like like how they want to write it and just kind of goof off. So it's not meant to be like this songwriting masterpiece. Whereas as as Dream Widow is him writing music and actually trying to make this cohesive thing, right? Yeah, true. I think I think that's a difference because they're both they're both really cool like in their own ways. And yeah, the Dream Widows is thick. Uh, the, like the best metal record that came out last year for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But then Probot's it, like fun in its own way. Yeah, it 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 it's hard to compare the two because they do sound so different. And like you said, everything on Probot, every song sounds different. And Dream Widow is way more cohesive. It's it's meant to be an actual album. And the, this this the album came out came out alongside the Foo Fighters movie that came out last year as well, the Studio Six Six Six, which I still haven't seen yet. I I heard it's really bad, but I still want to watch it. Um, but yeah, no, this, this, this accompanied the, that movie. So yeah, maybe we should do the movie on the podcast. Ah, is, is it six hours? Like that boring ass Beatles movie? Oh, <laughs> no, it's like, it's an actual like movie. It's not a documentary. I still don't, I still don't want to see it. It's, sound, it's like a it already movie. sounds boring. Oh, you know what we should do? We should do oh, the movie God. and the dream widow record. That would make oh, sense. I, that would, that would be, that would be something that would be, I mean, we already have to do dream widow. It has to happen. That is true. It's that fucking good. So, and we got to do the movie. It's an hour and a half, I'm sure. Come on. We did Saturday Night Fever. That movie sucked. That does. That movie did not suck. That okay? movie sucks. It did not suck. <laughs> you just, you just, no, you liked it when we watched it. <laughs> You're going to buy the soundtrack. No, I will not. I, now that, ever since we've done it, I, I've noticed that record popping up everywhere at record stores, on Offer Up. Oh, yeah. People are still trying to charge like twenty bucks for it. It's like, dude, you could f- no. It's yeah, it's stupid. I have like three copies in the garage right now. <laughs> it's so dumb. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, Dream Widow, go check it out. I mean, it's it's a great record, great metal record. So, um, keeping up with metal season on this episode, um, gonna finish it up with Atreyu, their third record from uh, two thousand six called A Death Grip on Yesterday. This record was like kind of the last, the last record of like the true metalcore stuff that they were doing before they started working with John Feldman, and then became much more popular. And um, yeah, this record came out. I think it came out like right toward our end of. Oh no, we were out of high school by this time. But yeah, this was um, this is a forgotten Atreyu record. This is like a weird transitional thing between. I don't know. It's, just, it's a it's an odd record. There's only nine songs on it, but it still clocks in. I think at like 35 minutes, and this record actually broke the Billboard Top 200 here in the states, which I had no idea. And it debuted at number nine. So a metalcore record from a band nine who who yeah who metalcore band who had no big hit until after this record. Yeah, this record came out. It, it debuted at number nine. I, I what was what was the year? Believe that. 2006. I'm gonna look up what else was there. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, a death grip on yesterday. Uh, it's kind of everything you'd you'd expect from the band, and and this is the last thing I needed to complete my Atreyu collection. It's always been online on Discogs or whatever. It's always like at least ninety to hundred thirty bucks or something like that. Some guy threw it up on OfferUp a f- 
few weeks ago. He was selling it for, I believe it was 40, yeah, it was for $45, 40, no, it was $40, $40, and uh, picked it up immediately from Long Beach, and I asked the guy, like, oh, talking to him about it, he's like, yeah, I've never heard of this band, I just got it as part of some subscription service back in 2016, I have no idea who they are, I'm like, fuck, okay, Damn. cool, even better, even better, so yeah, I got a great deal on it, and um, yeah, that's that's what I got on this record, I'm going to play a little bit of the song We Stand Up. And then we'll uh, move on from there. So here it is from Atreyu. We stand up. go we stand up from atreyu from the record a death grip on yesterday what do you think of this one so like this is this i ranked this album <laughs> you went back and looked it up <laughs> yeah i did i i ranked this so like I, I i highlight the rankings i either do blue or red red means i'm just not gonna buy in the vinyls and then blue mm-hmm. means i will buy in the vinyls this ranked after long live and so i also did highlight this red um so i wouldn't buy it but I did like the song, so I'm kind of curious to see what the uh, see what I didn't like about the album. This is the most aggressive song on the record. Well, There's one like kind of ballad kind of song, well, but everything else is typical Atreyu stuff, kind of that you would hear off the Curse. So okay. it, it's it's a really solid record outside of that that ballad song, which I can't even think of the name of right now. But uh, yeah, I, I ranked this number five on my. I just looked back on my rankings. I ranked it five. I think that's what I ranked it to ever as well. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Great fucking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my Atreyu is now complete because I will never, ever, ever buy their last two records because they are hot garbage. So, the last two, including the one that's going to come out? No, not including the new one that's coming out, mm. which we'll get into the new song because... Uh, might as well do something. it now. Yeah, might as well jump into the new song. Oh, no. Yeah, do you want... Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's messing with the order, but the flow's there. That's true. Okay, so a tra- a tra- you came out with a new song this week. It's called Drowning. I don't know when their new record's coming out, but I assume within the next couple months. Um, they put out a video for this one, too. And this song, it just it sucks. It straight up is bad. It's really, really fucking bad, right? I didn't. I didn't hate it as much as you did. I, I think it's. I think it's okay. I, but like, that's just because maybe I'm just conditioned to listening to a lot of really, really shit metalcore of, <laughs> of today's day and age. So I'm, I'm settling, and I'd be happy with something that's just maybe even a little bit more aggressive than this. But I honestly didn't think it was terrible. But I, I see. I, I think if I went back and listened to like Suicide Notes and Butt Kisses, and then listened to this song, <laughs> I'd probably fucking hate it. The thing with for me with modern newer newer Atreyu is that they're not really songs they're they're just hooks. So you'll have like two bars of a verse, and then it'll drop right back down into a hook, and the hooks all sound the same. I mean, the, he he sings the, the hooks all the same way. Yeah, there's they're different melodies, but they they're all in the same vein, the same style kind of. And yeah, there's there's no real stu- substance. No real substance to to the newer to the newer songs. Like the guitar is just shit. I mean, Dan and Travis are great guitar players, um, and they're just so underutilized. And it's it's one hundred percent become the Brandon Soller show, the drum. Or, well, now he's the full time singer, but it's become his band like through and through. This is like when Peter Gabriel left Genesis, and then um, Phil Collins came in and took took over the whole band, and changed the style completely. It's the same exact thing. Because early okay. Genesis was fucking great. Peter Gabriel Genesis, fantastic. Phil Collins Genesis, mostly garbage. I don't think any Genesis is is, is very good, so I don't I don't know there. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. But yeah, the new new Atreus song. Ugh. Did you watch the video too? No. Fucking these no. guys are like grown ass adults. Like it just it was it was <laughs> it was just uncomfortable to watch. It, they're not funny, first of all, and they just, ugh, I hate it. I fucking hate. The new Atreya. It's so it's so awful. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move okay. on to some uh, some well. other new music that was that's been released this week because our vinyl stuff's over with for now. Um, some new albums that came out, or let's go with the other other new song that came out. So Mud Honey put out a new song called Almost Everything, and this was really good. Yeah. Did you enjoy this one? Yeah, I did. I did. Which is weird because just by coincidence, we both bought. Uh, Shout out to Skip because I know he'll be excited. We both bought uh, every good boy deserves fudge, yeah, on the vinyls. Ten bucks, that, dude, double LP. Cheap. Ten bucks. How does that? How is that? Ten dude, bucks rock, for a double LP. Shout out Rock This Town Records. They run sales Huge every shout-out. so often. Huge shout out. Every so often they run little sales, and I, I uh, usually I, I just don't buy the sales stuff because it's a lot of dumb shit like Bieber and. <laughs> I can't even think of anything else we do. But then people will buy it online. People fucking scoop them up online for sure. But then okay. I saw this one. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Marked down. It's a little damaged too, but it's not bad That's at fine. all. That's fine. For 10 bucks. Yeah, who yeah. cares? But yeah, I did like this song. I, I, I enjoyed it. And I just, it kind of made me more psyched too that we got this album. So I don't know. Yeah. Are we going to become Mud Honey Men? We are Mud Honey Men now. We are, oh, we are yeah. in the beginning stages. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. So we're not going to play this new song, Almost Everything. Just go check it out. Um, some uh, some new albums that were released this week. I didn't get a chance to listen to any of these, but uh, I'm sure you oh, have. Tight. So Newfound Glory put out, a new, put out a new one called Make the Most of It. I assume this is just everything you would expect from the band. 
this is a studio acoustic album. So like everything oh. here is like acoustic based. Some of the some of the songs. Oh, what are you barfing over there? Put, the, put that fucking back in your mouth. <laughs> Everything's acoustic based, so um, it's it's fine. It's not great. Some of the songs are pretty damn good, but I wish they were just more acoustic. You know me. Mm-hmm. Just give me like give me Chris Crabba style. I don't need pomp and circumstance. So it's it's fine. I wouldn't buy in the vinyls. I probably won't listen to it again. But if they were if they release like B sides that are just straight acoustic of some of these ones, I'll playlist them. <laughs> playlist them, okay. Yeah, then I probably will not ever listen to this. I have no desire to hear New Young Glory <laughs> songs acoustic. God damn, at all. he's fucking whiny too. Oh, Woo. I bet. Woo-hoo, the only baby. thing that like yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't want to even say it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So fucked up. I love that. I just love that as a band. This is the one that I wanted you up. to listen to the most was this one. Oh, because God damn it. I wish I would have. You should have reminded me. It's your fault. Well, I put it in the show notes. Yeah, but you, you still should have reminded you me. You always do your homework. It's your fault. You didn't remind me. Um, that's how you remind me by Nickelback. So this a new album is called One Day from Fucked Up and um, it's punk, right? It's it's a little bit more than that. So you know, like like the guy that is in fucked up, he runs that podcast. Turned out a punk. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, and he's been doing it for for X amount of years. And and fucked up, just a cool band that do a lot of like post hardcore punk, like kind of indie punk music. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's it's pretty good. Some of the albums I don't really care for that much. I don't really care for this one that much. I'll listen to it again. Mm-hmm. But some of their stuff is pretty goddamn good. Didn't um, you recently pick up a couple of their records? I picked up, I think it was Glass Boys. I didn't like it though, so I got rid of it. Hmm. And then uh, I haven't seen anything else. Okay, okay, never mind then. But yeah, you should you should listen to this one. Okay. No, Just I, curious I'm if you like it or not. Always down to check out uh, new music, especially when it's like punk or metal or some shit like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thing. So yeah. uh, another new record that came out is by somebody named Billy Nomates. The album's called Cacti. What is this? This is some this Arizona is, uh, shit. No, this is just some some girl that I just randomly came across. She's from, she's British. I think she's from Burnmouth or something. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck she's from. She's from some silly naming uh, city in in England. But Burn. she does. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny every time we say it. It's so dumb. I love it. I love when I love when Liverpool plays Burnmouth because it's, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, but but it's very it's very like pop. It's very um it's very wet leg sounding pop. I don't think you listened to the wet leg album yet either. Not yet. No. Not okay. Yet. Well, this is just a moot point. So I I did enjoy this one though. It's, it's <laughs> you very... need to put that that back in the show notes. Like what I need to listen to. Oh, that's right. Your homework. That's right. Yeah, my homework that's list. Right. My homework list in the notes. I did your homework thing there, but it's it's yep. very it's very it's very based in indie rock with a little bit of punk in there, but it's mostly like indie pop. Okay. With a lot of All electronics. Right. Dude, Wet Leg, that one was so fucking good. That's what everyone says. Everyone Ooh. raves about that Wet Leg Ooh. record. But now you're going to hate it because, like, oh, every sale is so good. No, oh, I'm, I'm not. Fucking Get Tyler, out of here. Tyler Rebecca Anstead, and I don't only like fucking corn with R's backwards. That's what you say. That's what you just said. That's right now. that. I say, I say that often, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got for new music. Uh, some things that happen in the music world. Panic at the Disco are finally breaking up. Finally. Yeah, as if like Panic of the Disco existed outside of Brandon, so it's <laughs> true. It was on the fucking album covers for uh, God's sakes. I know. Stupid. But yeah, good riddance. 
See you later, Panic at the Disco. Never want to see you You had one great album. That's it. You have one... Great album. That's what I said. Pretty bad record. And then really (laughs) terrible records after that. Um, But I will say, I did see them once, and they put on a fantastic show. They do. Brendan Urie is a great performer. I will say that. Even though the music sucks, great performance. So, yeah, otherwise, yeah, fuck Panic. Who cares? He he got canceled too a couple of years ago. Remember that? For what? Like for uh, he talking to like girls or some shit, or grooming girls or some shit. Oh yeah, I can see that. A bunch yeah. of weirdos. <laughs> I will say when I when I saw them open for Weezer, this is like in 2017 or something. All the girls that were there for Panic at the Disco were all teenagers. I kid you not. And then when Panic finished, they all left, and like adults came in to watch Weezer. I swear to you, it was the it was bizarre. I saw him at so, Chain in like 2004, 2003. Been, that would have been no, cool. had had have been 2005 actually because I wasn't. I went with Mike with a Y, and I met him my first semester at junior college. So it had to have been 2005. But yeah, okay. same thing. It was just all very very young and in in Chain all ages. Yeah. So very very young girls and then me screaming there. <laughs> and you and Mike, Mike with his swooped hair. Oh yeah, super tight <laughs> pants. I dude, that was a fantastic show. So good. I, love I bet it was. I loved uh, that album, though. I want to do it on the pod eventually just so I could trash it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, think it, I think it's on our to-do list, but we'll do it someday. Anyway, moving on. Let's move on to the final thing here. Um, Tom Verlaine, he was the singer-songwriter from the band called Television, and... Honestly, I had never heard of this guy. I don't even recall ever hearing of the band television. And I feel weird because they're like super influential. I've never, ever heard of them. Had you heard of them or this guy? I, no, I've never heard of the band. never heard of this okay. guy. But when I listened to the album and I saw like the cover, I've sold this album before. Yeah, I've seen, I've that, seen the album cover. And that sucks because if I, cause I listened to it, I actually really, really like it. I it was good, it right? It was so ahead of its time. So this, re- I mean, the first record came out, I think, in 1977, 76. I don't remember, whatever. It came out then, but it sounds like it could have been made in the late 90s or like mid-2000s indie rock scene. It's it's crazy how ahead of its time it was. And I, I can't believe I've never heard it before. I so, mean, like, yeah, it was very Velvet Underground sounding. But be- I th- it was way better than Velvet Underground. Hold, hold, hold on there, dude. <laughs> Velvet was. Underground was doing it like 10 years before them, but that's fine. That's it doesn't matter. Thing. It doesn't mean that they're doing it well. They did it. They did it fantastically. Actually, Ugh, get that's, out of here, that's man. a fact. The fuck out of here. That's silly boy talk. But yeah, he he died. I, don't, I think he was in his late seventies or something like that. But um, yeah, that's all I got for the news. You got anything else on this that's pod? It, that's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. You know what to do. Give us five stars. Five stars only. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. That's it. That's all. Chip, chip. Chip, chip.